Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Kelsey Tamburino. Since Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the push to help the European Union shift away from Russian natural gas has intensified. Before the invasion, Europe's push for green energies was one prong to lower the continent's dependence on Russia. But with soaring energy costs partly caused by the attack on Ukraine, European leaders are now asking President Joe Biden to ramp up liquefied natural gas shipments from the U.S. But can the administration really boost LNG exports to Europe? The federal government doesn't control the oil and gas industry. It doesn't tell them to produce or not produce. This is mostly a private market decision, and it's Wall Street and the the private sector that really needs to figure out if this is something they want to start doing. Today, Politico's Zach Coleman on why Biden can't help Europe rid itself of Russian gas. It's Tuesday, March 22nd. So, Zach, America's European allies want us to help reduce their dependence on Russian gas. What are they asking for, and is that request feasible for President Biden? Well, they're asking for more gas. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. It's not very specific. They have gone in and and simply asked, can you produce more? Can you export more? And the Biden administration is kind of like, uh-huh, yeah, it sounds like you want that, but there's not much that we can do right now. If you're talking about five, 10 years from now, maybe, but right now, not a whole lot. Yeah. And I guess, why is that? It's a function of how many export facilities we already have. I mean, a lot of the ones that we have are already running at capacity. What it is, is it takes a long time to build these export facilities. So the Biden administration could approve some pending ones and maybe it would give a signal to the market to produce more. That is what the industry argues. And maybe you will see more production, but that doesn't mean that there will be more ability to export because those facilities don't get built right when they're signed off on. It takes years. So that supply isn't going to reach Europe any sooner than you can construct the facilities. And more broadly, isn't natural gas unpopular in Europe to begin with? It is unpopular, although I you would think that there will be some reckoning with its popularity in the coming weeks and months as energy prices increase. Long story short, there's been a lot of fear-mongering about fracking in Europe for years. They've banned the practice in, in much of it. And, and it's one of the things that is an irony here is if you're asking for U.S. gas, you're asking for more fracking. And it's something that it's a little bit of cognitive dissonance in Europe, but they're in the middle of a crisis right now. So they need to get that energy supply however they can. But there is this long-term thinking in Europe of we want to be climate smart. And natural gas is a huge producer of methane. And in Europe, there's been a years-long campaign to reduce emissions of methane, which is a potent greenhouse gas. So there is this kind of catch-22 of Europe needs energy supplies now, but it doesn't want to bake in emissions of methane because it has climate commitments. And that is what the EU is currently navigating. And we know that the president is visiting Europe this week, but is there anything in the meantime that the Biden administration can do to help Europe's energy crunch before heading to Europe this week? 
Well, there's going to be a lot of talk about energy and energy diplomacy, national security related to energy. You'll certainly likely hear both the EU and the president talk about this is why we also need a transition away from fossil fuels. So we're not dependent on petro dictators like Vladimir Putin. Certainly it's done what it can do in the immediate terms as far as steering cargoes that had not been committed anywhere with LNG on it to Europe. It had already done that. It approved two pending export applications to increase capacity. It is going to resume leases on oil and gas for federal lands after the social cost of carbon injunction was stayed. It's likely going to continue discussing strategic petroleum reserve releases. There are ways in which they're going to coordinate with their international partners, I think, to try to loosen up some of these energy supplies so they get to Europe. But that's what we're talking about here, a lot more coordination. But given all of that, is Europe's energy crisis shifting the Biden administration's policies at all? You know, it remains to be seen how far it shifts any of these policies. I mean, certainly there is more of an open engagement with the oil and gas industry during this energy crisis. We've seen the White House reach out to oil and gas firms, take more meetings, have more conversations. There has been a more positive rhetoric. Again, it's what is this actually going to result in? I don't see a huge shift away from a clean energy transition, and I don't see that happening in Europe either. So I think there is going to be a conversation this week in Europe about what does it actually mean going forward? Are we going to hasten this transition away from fossil fuels or are we going to realize that there are major geostrategic, geopolitical issues here that we have to still iron out? I mean, it's, it's just, it's kind of up for grabs right now, but I sense that the Biden administration in Europe will use this as a reason to move away from fossil fuels quicker while still keeping an open line to industry to manage and get through this short-term crisis. Also, a wave of opposition to FERC's new gas policy flooded the commission on Friday. The policy requires the commission to examine the climate impacts of new energy infrastructure, consider the environmental harms of existing infrastructure, and mandate companies prove the necessity of proposed natural gas pipelines and related facilities. And on Friday, a coalition of red states, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, energy trade groups, and gas companies filed challenges against the policy. All the groups accused FERC of overstepping its authority in adopting the new policy. Other groups also argued that FERC was specifically overstepping its environmental authority by becoming the first federal agency to assign a significance threshold for greenhouse gas emissions. But EPA has encouraged FERC to take such steps. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Kelsey Tamburino, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that, one day, can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com forward slash RNG.